Welcome back to Elevate Inspiration for Sunday School. This week, our lesson is entitled Call to Evangelize. We're still in our call series, and we're going to be focused on the Lady at the Well. You're very familiar with the scripture. So let's get started. Now, first, let's kind of get into the background to get a clear understanding of this lesson. You really need to understand about Samaria. Samaria is actually a region that is located north of Jerusalem. Um, majority of the individual that is belonging to this region mainly came from Joseph's house. You remember he has two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. Uh, Jacob, his father, gave him this land, made those two, actually his grandchildren, as equal to the brothers. And after King after the death of King Solomon, we have a division. We have the northern kingdom that consists of 10 tribes, and we have the southern kingdom that consists of mainly two tribes. Now, the Samaritans was formed after the Assyrian destroyed the Israel, the northern kingdom. You remember they went into captivity first before the southern kingdom did. So when the Assyrian destroyed it, most of the soldiers and they more like sent individuals into this area and occupied it. So you actually had a lot of intermarried of people here and they were known as Samaritans. Actually, you read about them uh, when the after the Babylonian captivity, they returned back to um, Ezra in the book of Ezra. They returned back to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. The Samaritan actually wanted to help rebuild the temple and the Jews denied them that opportunity, which again upset them. And you see it again in Nehemiah when he rebuilt the walls. Um, mainly there's one particular character named Sambalat. There's a army of Samaritan. They really refuted and went against them building the wall. So the Samaritan kind of believe in the first five books of Moses, the Pentateuch. And right prior to Christ coming on scene, about 100 years uh, before he came on scene, there was a Judean ruler actually went to the temple and destroyed the Samaritan temple that is out at Mount uh, Gerizim. Now, if you go back and look in um, when the kingdom split, when Jerusalem split, you have Ahaz's father who is named Oram. King Oram actually built the city of Samaria, and that kind of how everything uh, started. So our lesson starts in the fourth chapter, where Jesus it begins in that fourth chapter that he must go through Samaria to get to Jerusalem. So we he meets a lady at the well, and you know how the story goes. The conversation he began to talk to her about her family background. And he ended up with she interject and went actually start talking about, um, you know, we decide to worship the location of worship. And Jesus quotes that scripture where he says, um, you must worship in spirit. Now, this is where we are. After he revealed himself, if you notice the scripture here, is where our scripture start, the 25th chapter. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. And Jesus said unto her, 
I am that person. Now, what's interesting is he really reveals himself about the Christ, who the Christ is. But if you look at the next verses where I want to focus on this verse here, I want to focus on this portion right here. If you notice, it says the disciples were startled at this point. Disciples came. This is about noontime. And it says they marveled um, that he was talking with a Samaritan. That is interesting because they didn't question him. Why are you talking to a Samaritan? What are you talking about? It is the it is the presence that startled them that he being a Jew is talking to a Samaritan. And then if you notice um, the woman, she leaves, she goes into the city. She says, tell um, you all tell the men of the city. Here's a man that told me everything I ever did is not this the Christ. So the question that we're going to look at is why was the Samaritan woman so responsive to the fact that Jesus was the Messiah. We're going to talk about that question. Now, realizing that the Samaritan only recognized the first five books. So it must be in those books that you see where Moses prophesied about Messiah is coming. Then we're going to dig a little bit deep. Now, Jesus turned, and again, the word is food here, a crop preparer, spiritual food. Disciples come back and they urge him, Rabbi, eat. Jesus says, I have food to eat which you do not know. And therefore, disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him anything to eat? Now, notice how Jesus always talk about food, but they do not recognize he's talking about spiritual food. Notice what he says here My food is to do the will of him who sent me. And to finish his work. And then he actually says this right here. He says, notice. I say to you, lift your eyes and look to the fields. For they are ready for harvest. I believe in this sense here. That if the disciples will look beyond and look towards Sychar. They will see people coming up to where Jesus is, which he still is located there at the well. The lady had left. And if they will open their eyes, they'll see Samaritans, people who they do not customly talk to, that they don't have association with, see them coming. And if you notice, he began to say is that I'm going to send you to do work that you have not labored to reap the benefits thereof. And he used, always used common settings to explain a spiritual connotation to it. And then we see a community actually is transformed. I underline the word, many of the Samaritans believe. Many of the Samaritans believe. They believed they asked him to stay. Actually, he stayed two days in Sakhar, and many of them believed, and they even stated, we didn't believe because of not only what you said, telling it later, but we believe because we heard it for ourselves. 
So, and if you notice that, that we in turn can transform communities if we actually learn how to break those racial barriers. And I think this is what Jesus is trying to show his disciples. So, how can I speak to people? We got to learn how to look at people and speak to no matter what kind of situation they're in, social outcasts, if they have um, different beliefs, if they have a different racial background, even if they believe differently, we got to focus on how can we speak and how can we give them the good news. So I would to remember is help reap the fields that are ripe for harvest. We got to take that same theory correction, that same command that Jesus gave his disciples, and we got to do it today. Help reap the fields that are ripe for harvest. Hey, thank you. And there is our Zoom session right here. Um, join us uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m. And 